Hi, everyone, and welcome to How to Be Me Again. It is the podcast where we talk about how to take care of ourselves because we don't know how. I'm Kristen. And I'm Maddie. Hi. How's it going? I just love the, I love the oh. beginning where it's like, we didn't know how to take care of ourselves. We don't know how. It's true. <laughs> Although I feel like I'm getting better at it. I kind me of. Too. I mean, it's still a struggle and I'm still not, you know, 100%. I mean, whoever is, it, like, it's not like we're going to you know it's some, some magical cure or anything but yeah. I do feel like at this point I'm a bit more in touch with what mm. I need at different times and I'm able to kind of like give myself a little bit of tough love and push myself in ways that I didn't I probably wouldn't have done before well I definitely yes. didn't do before you know yeah it's interesting you bring that up because I think I mentioned to you off air at the end of last week um that's been a bit of a theme I've had with me for a few weeks is this like doing things even when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And it was something that my counselor mentioned to me. I feel like she's like our unofficial third co-host. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know it, but she's here. Um, but I was, I was asking her because like something that I've been working through is depression and anxiety this last year. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's kind of like, I think I've always had a little bit of, not like always had a little bit of depression, but I've experienced it at various times. And this yep. last year or two years has been most challenging as I'm sure it has for a lot of people with COVID it, and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I kind of asked the, what feel, felt like kind of the stupid or the obvious question is like, what do you do to overcome these feelings of depression? Like what are the actions? Because right. I was watching this Ted talk recently And there was this guy who was describing depression and he was talking about how he used to just, he said the opposite of depression isn't happiness. It's actually vitality. Um, Yeah. So he was talking about how like he, what he was experiencing didn't feel the way depression had been described to him. So he, he described it as being like, I've got to make dinner for myself. Oh, but I'd have to stand up from the couch. I'd have to walk to the fridge. I'd have to open the fridge. I'd have to survey what's in the fridge. I'd have to pull so- like every micro Everything action. Everything is so much more difficult. Yes. But like, and when he was describing it, I was like resonating like, yes, that's what I've been yeah. feeling all year is just this, like, everything is such a huge effort. Like I've mm-hmm. lost so much energy and uh and really that vitality thing really stuck with me to be like yeah I haven't felt I think vital is that what you said like I haven't felt vital yeah vitalist (laughs) (laughs) but I haven't been feeling that and so that's why I kind of like asked my counselor I was like so what do you do when you feel like how this guy's describing yeah and so she said what uh, I teach and has been taught is to activate and I was like, tell me more. Yeah. And so she said that a lot of times, especially for people who like slipped into depression or letting their anxiety kind of take the wheel, we are letting our emotions and our feelings, oh, no, our feelings and our thoughts kind of uh, make the decisions for us. And she right. said that feelings Because we don't thoughts, feel a certain way, we won't do the next thing instead of doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And she said that feelings and thoughts aren't necessarily true. They're kind of like, mm-hmm. they're just our perception or our mind's perception at that time, but it doesn't kind make, of, you know, I kind of view it a little bit like the stock market, like our, our thoughts and feelings where it's like a lot of it is based on this 
perception of what yes. possibly could happen in the future and yep. like little rumors of like somebody says this and it's like okay that's my new truth and that's definitely going to happen or not happen and you yes. make all these decisions based on those not really knowing that that's going to be the actual outcome or you know and then yeah. those decisions influence what does actually happen right and yet in the stock market kind of and because what she then said to do is that you have to activate so you have to like just to say, and, and you kind of give yourself an out. So she said, you say, I'm going to take the first action required here. I'm mm-hmm. going to activate. And I'm going to say, if I get to this step and I'm still really not feeling it, I can bow out, no judgment on myself. Like I have to, you have right. to say, if you leave at that point, I did the thing I said I was going to do yeah. and I'm not going to you know, beat up on myself further. But yeah. I feel like that's kind of like the stock market too, because the companies that make big calls or take big action, they have real skyrockets in price often because it's yeah. like, you know, it's a real indicator of like, oh no, they're really moving forward. Yeah. Whereas all of those perceptions tend to be quite small changes on the stock market price comparative yeah. to the to the big actions. Absolutely. So that's quite a good analogy that yeah. you added there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the activating thing, I've thought about a lot in the last couple of weeks yeah, and I started like taking these little actions and started activating when I was like not feeling it and it's the kind of thing like the big thing I was thinking about was like making dinner but eating mm-hmm. so much takeout just like you know you get to the end of the day and it's just you know yeah that decision fatigue I think it's like oh what do I gotta have totally. and it's the all worst that kind of, yeah. yeah and so I just started being like hey I'm just gonna go to the fridge and I'm gonna pull out one thing and that's almost enough that you're like start getting sparked for like, oh, what's the next thing I'll add or take out yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then dinner's all of a sudden made and you're like, oh, I did it. And all it took yeah. for, was for me to like take that first action. And again, it's not like every time, like if I took the first thing out and I was like, you know what? I still got no fucking idea what I'm having for dinner. Yeah. McDonald's, here I come. Like, yeah. that's okay. But it but, does, I yeah. think it's it's kind of like anything and kind of like everything that we've kind of dealt with so far on in, in our experiments is that, the more you do something, the easier it gets because you've kind of proven to yourself like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Or, you know, like I thought it was going to be a lot harder or take a lot longer or be a lot more challenging in some way than it actually ended up being. And so the next time you do it, you can be like, yeah, remember, it's not going to be so bad, you know, but then still giving yourself that out is great where it's like, you know what, it's okay if today it is that bad and it is that challenging and I'm just not up for it. Like that's also fine, you know? Yeah, but it's like, I- because I started activating just on that one first thing for so many things throughout my day, yep. to your point, I've started to notice I've got more energy because yeah. I've been doing these little like micro additions to my energy every day. And so like I'm trending to, <laughs> yep. to kind of like make that more normal. Totally. And I'm really noticing it to the point where yesterday, so we had some friends come to stay over the weekend and it was like a really fun time. And they left really early on Sunday morning. And so we had all Sunday to just kind of like veg. And I had what I've been having these, like in the last 12 months, I've been having these days where I'm just a little bit like catatonic on the couch, like don't really move. Don't really know how I feel. If you ask me how I am, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And I had one of them yesterday, but I could really notice how different and how subdued that feeling of like I suppose that's like low level depression like Mm -hmm. how subdued that was to the last one that I had or the ones previous I was like oh I feel easily like I'm going to bounce out of this tomorrow like this is just me so heavy and so dark you know yeah Yeah. and that was quite a signal to me to be like oh the stuff we've been doing is making a difference yeah 
Mm. And that's the thing, I think, with this experiment. So now this is our first episode for starting our, I think we settled on how to be active yeah. as the name. Yeah. Sure. So we can sure, change why it. Not? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We can make it whatever we want. Yeah. Um, but I think that that is exactly like that. The idea of activating something is exactly yeah. it. So if you don't want to be, for me, I this this experiment, I want it to be about being physically active and like yeah. moving my body. But mm. but it, it might it doesn't have to be that necessarily. It can just be active in whatever moment, in whatever situation, and whatever that means. It doesn't mean standing up and going and doing something. It can mean actively saying what you need to say, or you know actively reading a book or whatever it is mm. like making an active choice I guess yeah. um but I think for me kind of like to to kind of go along with what you were just saying over the last few weeks I started kickboxing I think I mentioned it on the last episode but that was for me I'm like okay I've always wanted to do it I've got the time now I have no excuse to not do it right now so just go do it and dedicate yourself to it and just do it. So I kind of, I made up a goal for myself that I'd go five times a week to kickboxing. It's a half an hour thing. I can easily do a half an hour and each of the little settings or each of the little um, stations in it are like two minutes each. I'm like, I can get through this two minutes and I can do this next two minutes and it goes by so fast. Um, but it was like, it was a lot to kind of initially commit myself to. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about that because like I have in the past going like for me to go five days a week into something, which is mm -hmm. very much my past habit of doing, you know, when I'm like, I'm, it's kind of out of like, I haven't been doing anything. I've got to like make up for all this, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, I've just like burned myself out. Yeah. But it's interesting the way you describe that, because even just from the activating perspective, if you just have to get through the next two minutes and it's like, yeah. if, if I'm buggered at the end of the two, I can bounce this class early. Yep. Like that feel, and I don't mean there's obviously steps before that, like put your shoes on get in the car, like, you know, all of that's those exactly reasons. it because I have to drive there. And I mean, I've gone now a year and a half without having to drive anywhere every day. Yeah. Like, so for me, even that act is quite a bit. It's, it's 20 minutes away wow. depending on traffic. So like that's 40 minutes in the car, which is, you know, a decent distance for somebody who hasn't driven anywhere in a while. But are you actually finding, because, you know, when you say that, I, it's funny because in the past I've had boxing gyms about 20 minutes away and I'm like, mm -hmm. that's too far. I'll never get there. I'm yeah. not signing up. But I'm impressed that you've done that. But also when you started describing 20 minutes each way, I'm like, oh, I'd actually really like that right now. Like I'd like the opportunity or the excuse to like listen to podcasts or listen yeah. to music or just be silent without children around me. <laughs> like, yeah, I have yeah. to admit, it's actually been kind of nice. And I think that that commute, even though it sounds weird, is something that I've kind of missed because it's part oh, yeah. of your day where you are able to kind of turn your brain off a little bit. Yeah. Your mind starts running and like processing all that stuff that you've been dealing with because yeah. we don't really process it when we're just sitting there, right? Like you have no. to kind of be doing something, be able to zone out a little bit, but still be a little active. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it, which is surprising. Um, yeah. but, and I was doing so well with it, which is like pretty impressive for me because I've always really struggled with physical activity stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never been, I am quite an athletic person. So I think that, um, like physically athletic. So I think yeah. if I had been pushed into a little bit more of that lifestyle when I was a child, I, mm. I, I would be more inclined to do that, but I've always yeah. been so much more 
in my head I like I stick to much more of like intellectual pursuits or like Mm. imagination stuff and whatever like I'd rather when I was a kid I'd rather stay inside and play Barbies and like come up with a storyline like by myself than go and like run around outside or go like be on a sports team like I don't know it just it wasn't my thing yeah fair enough so which kickboxing is great because it is like yes there kind of it has to be another person there but it is still a very individual pursuit yeah it's individual for sure yeah which is yeah. nice and it's nice to feel like okay I can push myself however much I need to push myself and there's a trainer yeah. there that tells me like you know tries to motivate me to go harder but some days I'm like not feeling it like yeah. this is as much as I can do and other days it really works where I'm like yeah okay I'll give yeah. it more you know but I think like for me it's always been this struggle of as an adult especially my go-to thing to relax or to do whatever is not physical activity yeah. But every time I've I've kind of pushed myself and gotten past that hurdle of where you just feel shitty and you just mm. feel like it's the last thing you want to do is get up off that couch and go to the gym or go mm. do something active and actually really push yourself. Mm. Like that takes a lot for me to get to that point. Oh, me too. Even though when you're at that point, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so energetic. And I feel like that endorphin rush is actually real. And Mm. I've built my muscles and all those kinds of things. Like for having kickbox now for three weeks, three and a half weeks. I don't know. I can't remember. But seems about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, That my muscles have gotten so much stronger. Like my body Mm. has gotten so much stronger. And it is such an amazing feeling. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking about it the other day that it's kind of like this whole new feeling of trusting myself. Mm. Like I can rely, I can depend on my body now to, yeah. to get me out of certain situations or to push me in ways or to like not give up on me when I'm on a walk or whatever, or when I'm with people like my friends who are much more active than me. Mm. I feel like I can keep up and I can hold my own, you know, mm, yeah. which shouldn't necessarily be, you know, some kind of standard that I need to set for myself, but it is important to me where I want to be active and I want to be proud of my body and I want to be strong and can depend that I can depend on my body. Well, it's a kind know? of that vitality piece again, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Like I, that's where I, I instantly think of that and think how, I feel like it has to be vital, like how vital you feel how full of vitality you feel Mm -hmm. um, to have that. Cause I, I think I mentioned, again, maybe this was off air. I can't remember what I mentioned on air last week, but having um, I'm sorry, I'm postpartum with my second child eight months now. And I definitely felt, I think I had a much more sedentary pregnancy the second time around because I got very, very ill. And then just with COVID, like I was trying to isolate because I was at higher risk and, so I did next to nothing for nine months. And mm-hmm. I don't say that with judgment on myself. It was like no. what I needed, whatever. Yep. I'm pretty sure I had some muscle atrophy happen. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was a gymnast growing up through high school and I kind of, without even being like doing gym beyond say, I don't know, 16 or 17, I just maintained a lot of like strength. Cause like gymnasts, I, I actually intend on, in the future going back to an adult gymnastics class because mm-hmm. what you put your body through in gymnastics is just like every single part of you down to your fingers <laughs> like fingers yeah. toes like has to be so strong yeah and so I think I benefited from having a lot of like residual strength for a lot of years 
And I'm only just feeling now in say the last 12 months that I've lost, like I used to have a very, very strong core, very, very strong quads, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I don't. And I'm starting, like I, I had a few times in the last couple of weeks where I stepped what onto what felt like a flat foot and yet somehow like rolled my ankle. And I was like, (laughs) this is like, but it felt like I, I was like, not strong like it was yeah. it was a weakness thing that happened there that yeah, I you're like where like were roll. my other muscles to help me <laughs> yes yeah, yeah that's it and I yeah. just I started clocking some of the mm-hmm. um I want to say weaknesses but again not in a judgment way just that my muscles are weaker yeah. than before kind of thing yeah and I'm missing some of that like physical vitality yeah that I used to just kind of take for granted because I've just always had it yeah um but then this week as part of our like beginning of this experiment I think I'd said I was going to do yoga that didn't happen <laughs> just didn't happen but I did some other things like uh one day I was watching the kiddos and I was out the back in the backyard and there's heaps of leaves dropped here for the fall and I was like maybe I'll just rake a few because I was I'm one thing that's playing on my mind that I think is an important piece to bring up as part of this experiment is because of my skin condition mm. I'm quite I'm actually afraid to sweat, even though I have a theory going that I think sweating would actually help my skin because mm-hmm. I think the flushing would be very good for like opening pores and getting the skin barrier to work as it's supposed to, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm afraid of it because I can't shower easily. And, you know, it's a whole, mm-hmm. the whole process is just, you know, it scares me. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, it was really cold outside. And I was like, I'll just do a little bit of raking. And I ended up raking like half the backyard, which was nice. a rather big effort. And I was wearing one of my children on my chest the whole time as I'm raking. Oh my so gosh. It was, it was like an awkward angle for my arms to be to get the yeah. rake around her, which meant I was using more arm muscles. But at the end, I was like, oh, I just like have this energy. And then I went for a walk after that. So I was like, oh, look at all this like activity that I'm participating in. Yeah. And I went for this amazing walk where I like took my mum with me. I was chatting to her for like half of it. And then I went to the bakery and I like got this little carrot cake. And then I walked out onto the wharf at the, like, I live on the coast. Yeah. And I was like watching, like sitting there eating my cake, like as the wind was blowing on my face. And then I was like, I'm going to walk to the fish shop. And I went and bought some fish. And like, I just like had this little jaunt around my small town. Amazing. And it was so nice. Yeah. Like I came back and you know, it's so funny. I remember I used to ride horses as a girl when I was like 14 or something. And horses, if you've ever ridden one, they like they get real fast when they're like um, when you're going away from like when you're coming back home. They like come like they're yeah. like, yes, we're going home for food. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the opposite, where I was like, I feel like super energetic <laughs> as I'm like walking away from the house, and then as soon as I'm like headed back home, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I'm like made of concrete all of a sudden. <laughs> it just feels so heavy. But yeah. I was really like, I, and then I did something else where I like started training my dog, which I've been meaning to do for like over a year and he's so intelligent and picks stuff up so quickly but I just like started spending like five or ten minutes with him which doesn't sound super physical but he's a big dog and so I'm like on the ground with him and like but it's also I think it's also mentally you're like taking that time and putting it into your mental and your physical being into this moment right yeah that's it I mean, I've trained a dog and it's, it's hard work, even (laughs) and carving out that time to be like, okay, this is what's happening right now. Like that takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, but I also walked away from it feeling like 
I miss I missed him. And you know, the big thing was he hadn't been shaved for forever. And I I hate stinky dogs. <laughs> I can't handle the smell. <laughs> so he's now got like no hair and he's like smelling lovely. And so I'm like having this little love affair with him. Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. so I was like, let's go and do some training and lots of cuddles and yeah. and like he is so nourishing. Like I know this is kind of moving a little away from the like the activity side of things, but just mm-hmm. like it's kind of like the secondary effect from mm-hmm. doing this activity is like, he is such a sweetie and like spending time with him. I forget that he's like so nice to spend time with. And But it's that you know. thing too, like to me, having a dog is such a great excuse to get out there and be active because yeah. it has that double thing. First of all, like if you look at it as like, okay, I'm, I'm responsible for you. So I need to give you proper exercise or whatever. Yeah. And then then it becomes something that you can't not do right Mm. because you're like this is part of my job if I have a dog I have to do this kind of stuff but you get that reward like you get the physical side but you also get you feel good because you've bonded with that animal like you're around this animal energy and there's a relationship there too beyond yeah exactly it's so lovely yeah and I forget about that because I sometimes get so caught in the you know, just day-to-day living of life. And I'm just doing the, like, feed the dog, put the dog Mm -hmm. outside for a run. Like, I just get into those habits where then when I slow down and actually, like, connect with him, I'm like, oh, you're, like, really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I miss you. (laughs) But I think that's, like, that's the exact perfect way to describe literally anything that we're trying to work on right now. Yeah, It's, like, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day and just do go through the motions and do the things we're supposed to do. Mm supposed to do air quotes um you know and not really connect with any of it and I think if we connect with it you feel it a lot more and you actually you feel better about accomplishing certain things or you feel like you've actually really been there for it and been present for it but isn't it interesting like just to like talk about dogs for a second because I feel like a lot of people purchase a dog because they they kind of assume that's what's going to make me happy. Like a dog will make me happy because Mm. of their like happy personality. And Mm. it's almost like the hard job for them is the purchasing. It's like, I'm going to do that thing. And then it's just like, I'm just going to be happy because I've got a dog in my life. Right. I've got friends who've done this. And then then it's like, and this is such a good analogy for so many things in life because the dog won't make you instantly happy if you focus only on how you've got to care for them. Because then Mm -hmm. dogs are work. You've got to feed them, bathe them, water them, walk them. Like they've got, they've got their responsibilities for mine you've also got to shave them boy has that been a fun activity for my husband the last two weeks (laughs) a poodle is no kidding with their fur I gotta tell you my gosh you can't let that get out of control because wow um they've got like a second dog walking on them if you let it go too long (laughs) it's so much fur anyway um but but yeah I like and I definitely had gotten to that place where I'm just like oh it's just this another animal it's another it's another being that I'm having to care for that's not Mm -hmm. myself yeah and the same like I feel the same thing with my kids you know you can get so in the habit of like change a nappy feed them wash them like but it's the in between those things that we need to like actually observe and be present for and and like to interact and like have those little relationships like that's that's why dogs make you happy yeah or they can that they don't have to make you happy but they can help you be happier if you actually observe those little moments. Absolutely. That was the biggest thing when I had Farlow was that, I mean, because he was a rescue and he had a lot of social anxiety, Mm. like he was not socialized properly and 
all this kind of stuff. So I had to do a ton of training with him, which was not like, it was hard. It was hard for me to push myself every single day. Like I mm-hmm. went for, I think our most intensive, I mean, I did training with him for, like for years, yeah. but my really intensive bit of training was like six weeks solid of every wow. single day going, taking him to the dog park for like two or three hours, sometimes more. But wow. like after working a full-time job, go, okay, go and eat dinner and then, you know, the take the dog to the, the dog park and do the training and all this kind of stuff. But like, so it was really difficult, but it was so amazing for me to see. And I learned so many lessons from him to see him actually every single day, get a little bit better at it and a little bit yeah. better. And just because I was sticking to it and forcing him into those situations, like at the beginning of that six weeks, he had a muzzle on and he would run, like run full speed away from any other dog. Like he saw yeah. every dog encounter as like, like that they were going to attack him. Like it was mm. a real negative thing. And by the end of that six weeks, he had his muzzle off. He was playing. He had made little friends at the dog park. Like he was playing. He was approaching dogs on his own. Like he would never Some let transformation. Bum. Yeah. And it was like seeing that taught me so much about myself and taught me so much about like oh my gosh if you just stick to something and you just do it and you do Mm -hmm. all the hard things and you push through all that scariness and all of that difficulty you can get better at things and you can change and you can you know it's that you can't teach an old dog new tricks and it's like yeah you can yeah we can can. always (laughs) learn new things everybody can learn new things everybody can change at all times in our lives like whatever yeah. stage you're at you can change it and I mm. think that that you know to to bring it back to this month's experiment I think that all it takes is being a bit more active yes and doing those things just do something a little bit more take action well it's kind of like exposure I don't know if this is a real term but like exposure therapy it's like you just yeah. gotta do it enough it makes me think like talking about like physical movement there's a woman I saw she was like went viral a few years ago who uh, like took up going to the gym in like her 80s wow. <laughs> and, and started like doing weightlifting competitions in her Amazing. 80s and because she's like one of the only competitors in her age range she's always like winning that's the way to do it yeah. but uh and I think they interviewed her when she was like in her either eight, late 80s or like early 90s so she'd been the wow. thing is though people are like oh um, she hasn't been going that long. That's still potentially 10 years. Like that's a yeah. long time to do something. But because she started in her 80s, I feel like this is a whole nother conversation. But like, you know, it's almost like all the ages between like 60 and 100 are all smushed to feel like they're this, yeah. like they're one year almost. It's like everything's, but it's like, no, that's 40 years of yes. life. It's a whole lifetime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so like if, if you start something in your 80s and you leap to your 90 like that's still 10 years you did something yeah like, that's a long time it's so funny not to totally get off topic but like I was just thinking that the other day because I was thinking like I'm turning 40 this coming year and what? Greg is I know right how ex- I can't believe I'm gonna miss that I know you jerk oh, way to I move know. away how from me even farther maybe I'll have to come to Australia for my 40th birthday Listen, I would I'll have to win the lottery you. first. <laughs> <laughs> but Greg is nine years older than me. So the year after he's turning 50 wow. and I was like, man, we're really getting up there. Like that's, you know, and I was like, yeah, but, but 
it from 50 to 75 is still 25 years like yeah that's a long time like that's an entire lifetime yeah basically. you can have a child there at that age and like exactly. they'd be a full-blown adult in like feeling the feels exactly <laughs> 25 years later yeah yeah so I was like oh yeah when you put it that way like for yeah. me 40 to 75 is 35 years still like yeah that's crazy you know it's yeah. it's still a really long time you know so. it is and it's interesting because I used to think about that with my kids like I I really wanted to be a bit child free by the time I was 50 because mm-hmm. I remember um my mum kind of almost got child free just in her early 50s and she was so young still yeah you know and I'm like yeah. you can go off and like do whatever with your life and you could have another 50 years and all your children are grown yeah and for me I was like oh like sure 18 like don't get me wrong 18 years plus however many years are between your children that's a lot of years to like be in the throes of raising children yeah like it's not it's not easy by any stretch but I'm also like it's only for us it'll be only like 21 years yeah and I'm like and and then we're 50 and hopefully still feeling very young and like, okay, what are we and doing And vibrant. Now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Totally. A lot of life left ahead of us. But yeah. Yeah. Isn't it mm. so funny how like way back in the day, like when I was a kid, we thought someone who was 50 years old was like super old, like an yes. old grandma with like gray hair and yeah. like a walker and stuff. It's My crazy. mom gets so offended at the grandma emoji because she's like, that's like at least 20, 30 years away for me. Like <laughs> yeah. she's, she's not even 60 yet. And she's like, I don't look like the grandma emoji. <laughs> I know. Like, Have you seen the grandma shark song? And they pretend she's like dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, and mom gets so upset at that too. Like I I the grandma. they need to update the grandma range to be like, they really do long. I know like my mom is in her early 70s and she doesn't have gray hair like she does not look like like she's very active she's all good you know like it's crazy thinking that or I'm like man back in the day we used to think people in their 70s were basically dead (laughs) right I know so bizarre (laughs) I know what like and I mean I know they keep doing this like uh, 40s new 30 and 50s new 40 and I just think the whole thing needs revision because oh like, completely oh, yeah it's all down to how you feel well exactly and I think all part of that is just to, looking after ourselves and like taking care yeah. of ourselves and being more like healthier and more fit yeah. and eating properly and you know mental health and all that kind of stuff all the stuff that we're becoming more aware of yeah now you know back in the day nobody really paid attention to that stuff very much you know yeah. so their idea of being healthy was drinking like coke zero or whatever yeah <laughs> zero sugar hello yeah. um so this interesting thing happened over the weekend that kind of relates to this this conversation we're on and i know this is a bit off topic but like uh, this we whole do, episode we do topic. tangents it's, fine. It's, fine. It's, fine. it's all related um so this friend of ours this weekend uh was telling us like they don't want to have kids and i am all for people not having kids if they don't want to have them but it wasn't that they don't want to it's that i don't have time to have kids and they're like 30 okay and I mean it's it's something that's like come up for me because I'm like oh I I have a lot of friends who've chosen not to have children and are Mm. like and so solid in their decision and I would never question them because I'm like yeah like you don't want to have kids like that's what you decided but to hear someone say I don't have time for it like raised alarm bells for me to be like 
you you don't need to have kids but also do you have time for life like like I I yeah I find the not having time for something a really weird excuse for people like it used to be the thing that everybody go went to and I think a lot of people still do like oh I don't have time to do any of that stuff I mean I think I've you know I like to use it as an excuse when I'm super stressed out and I'm like I don't have time to exercise but really it's because I don't want to exercise I think yeah you can make time to do whatever you want to do you know if you really wanted to have kids you would make the time to do that and you would rearrange your schedule and you would you know if it meant getting a different career or whatever Mm. it is like you would do what you needed to do to make that it's about prioritizing and yeah I think it's almost like be it's like everybody needs to be a little bit more honest with themselves about like what's the real what's the real reason there like it's okay if you don't want to have kids or if you haven't decided right now or you know even if you're in a good relationship but you're not quite sure like yeah or something I don't know that's it well and I feel like yeah again if you don't want them great but also if you have the time available to you that kids would otherwise be taking up please utilize it like please live yeah. the life of someone who doesn't have children <laughs> yeah. for us who do have them who are like yeah oh, remember when like I yeah. I just and, and that's where it like, really doesn't even come down to the children not children argument for me it is the time thing like you say there because I just mm-hmm. think like and, and I think what you're saying is true as well is that it's choice it's like mm-hmm. you're making choices you're making like you're setting priorities and I think maybe I, my perception is a little bit skewed because I also have from my corporate days when I was working for other businesses, I always had this really strongly held belief that if you're paid for eight hours, I don't work more than eight hours. Like unless right. you've got an overtime situation, but yeah. like when we, and I know there's like this huge, like there's this huge corporate problem where like corporates expect you to work beyond it and they it's crazy. will pressure and that. all this. Oh, I but I feel like, so like it's going to only change one of two ways. Either the corporates all of a sudden are like, oh, we're going to treat people well and like <laughs> uh, yeah, work right. their hours. <laughs> or we need to start being like, yeah, no, I'm finished. It's five o'clock because literally they can't fire Ugh. you. You just have to be like, you've done your job. Like, I'm done. Let go. Like, yeah. So, okay. This was my when I, know I this might be triggering for you oh it is <laughs> I don't want to trigger so you. <laughs> triggering for me when I worked in the corporate world I hated I hated my job I've always mm. hated my jobs let's face it I've hated Amen. all of my jobs I just mm-hmm. I don't want to work for money I don't want to do it I'm sorry yeah, yeah. I just want to like I'm one of those people I would never have a problem being retired you know how people uh. are like I don't know what I do with myself. I'm like, really? Okay, well, you work for me then and I'll retire now because <laughs> yeah. I have no problem filling my time with like yeah. great projects and You doing are good at filling your time, actually. I really, really noticed it. that this last, like, since you left your last uh, job, your last contract, I've really noticed, like when yeah. you said the other day, I can't believe we haven't even talked about this yet, Kristen, that you're volunteering at a farm. Oh like, my gosh, Yeah. I can't believe I never asked you. I like we caught up the other day and I didn't like go, what's going on with the farm? Because just out of the blue, you WhatsApp me. She's like, oh, I just can't do Tuesdays because I'm at the farm. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, what is happening? Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. <laughs> Tell me about the farm. But like, I really like that you, you legitimately go and like fill your time with these things. I've yeah. like probably dreamed about like, oh, I'd love to like volunteer at, I don't know. I, I've never chosen a farm or animals, but I would yeah. love that. 
but I've never I would never go and actually action it I think but you like actually do that stuff yeah I'm like actually I'm taking action I'm being you active are. I'm activating at all times yeah. okay not all times you guys but you're doing pretty gosh I do spend a well. lot of time binge watching ER right now oh. there's 15 seasons of it Let's are you like say. George was George Clooney early ER like first he was season early ER, ER. Right. he was like the first few seasons I can't remember oh, what season I think maybe he left season six or something like that I don't know oh that's still a lot of George Clooney I haven't watched yet so there yeah there was a lot of him ER. on there yeah it was very dramatic yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically a doctor now based oh, on I watched a lot ER of Grey's Anatomy so I think between <laughs> us we should open a clinic yeah oh for sure on the tall <laughs> ship stop everything yeah oh my gosh Oh my gosh, that's gonna be such an amazing ship. I find a little way every episode to like just slip slip in the tall ship. Yeah, we've gotta keep it in the forefront. We gotta yeah, yeah, we can't forget that that's gonna be happening and it's gonna be amazing. There's this radio host in Australia that they years and years and years ago said to people when they phone up, say ahoy. Me like ahoy, ahoy mate. Oh my gosh. Uh And still today people ring up and go, ahoy. And I feel like no this is what way. I want this to become. I want this to be the thing that like takes off eventually. Like yeah. we've, we've set the seed and okay. it like, it will germinate. It'll happen. Yeah. It's good. You have to keep bringing it up every episode. Yes. I can't but remember what I was talking please about. Please tell me about activating in the farm and oh, yeah. things. Oh, activating, keeping myself busy. I think that I'm busier now than I was when I was working full time, which is wow. crazy <laughs> because I'm doing all this different stuff. I How think I also- does it feel? I, well, it's good, but I also think that I'm like, I, I really put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, like, I feel like I think I've definitely had moments of being really stressed out when I'm taking downtime mm. because I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing the right stuff or whatever. Like for me, yeah. because I'm an obliger, it's a lot easier for me to let someone else make the decisions and just do what they ask of me. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, as much as I've hated corporate work and I hated being an employee in a lot of ways because it just wasn't fulfilling for me Mm. um there were it was very uh comforting and it was very easy for me to do yeah I fought against it constantly but it was easy for me to be like uh grumble about my oh my boss or I have to do this and I don't want to wake up and go to work at eight in the morning and do this but really like that was the easy way out in a lot of ways for me yeah but it's interesting too because like I think it's what you're focusing on as being easy. Like mm-hmm. having having the um, the checklist almost of what I've got to do today. I've got to wake up. I've got to brush my teeth. I've got to get in the car. I've got to go to work. I've got to, you know, like that yeah. might've been easy. But even if you're busier now than you were back then, well, one, I see a lot more of you, yeah. <laughs> I, which I love. Which is but great. two, also you're not miserable. Like yeah. I kind of think you might be feeling challenged in different ways, yeah. but I think your general like happiness, vitality, mental health, level mm-hmm. is like infinitely higher like oh, infinitely higher absolutely. so it's kind of like what's real what's where are you kind of applying easy to because mm-hmm. it's easy to like fall into that and let your mental health get like so unhealthy yeah but then the more challenging pieces of like the day-to-day might be the challenge you should be looking for because the mental health is easier right now. yeah you know what I mean I think for me now like the challenge and the hard part is that um being self-directed yeah consistently self-directed I shouldn't say just self-direction because I'm okay with that Mm. you know I've I've sought out different things I mean the farm you know volunteering at the farm is a good example of that where it's like I seek out these different things 
but being consistent in it and actually like producing something in it is a different thing yeah like um on Friday I was having you know a rough day and I had oh so this is what happened last week I on Thursday went to get a mole removed from my on my chest yeah and I had gone to the doctor prior to that obviously to get it checked out and make sure it's not cancer or whatever Mm. and uh he was like okay we can remove it and just like shave it off and it'll leave like a round kind of scar um Mm. but it's almost like no um recovery time and stuff like that or I can cut into it and then stitch it up and whatever but then you've got a bit of recovery time and I was like okay let's just like shave it down and be done with it like easy peasy I'm fine with whatever kind of scar is there I don't really care yeah and so we were like, okay, cool. That's what we're going to do. So I went on Thursday to get this procedure done. And when I go in, he's like, oh, I'm actually, I've changed my mind. I think we actually should cut it out and I'll just do some stitches and make sure you don't have much of a scar. And I was like, okay, sure. Whatever you think is best. Not really mm-hmm. thinking it through fully. But then he said, like, I was dressed in my workout gear because I was going to go to kickboxing right afterwards Yeah, to keep up with my thing. And he was like, I was like, oh, so should I not be working out? right now and he's like well you could probably like go for maybe like a walk or like a bit of a jog but nothing really like with your arms and I'm like oh so oh maybe not (laughs) yeah he's like oh yeah definitely not and I was like oh okay but for how long like just today or whatever he's like no for at least a week oh and I was like what like I was actually really bothered by it and it really I had a lot of anxiety around it and a lot of um I was just I was really worried about it Mm. because I because I have never been a super active person and because throughout you know historically for me when I have gotten into shape or I've gotten into some kind of exercise routine all Mm. it takes literally is me to just like slip up for a day or two for me to totally derail and just not be active it's not my like go-to setting it Mm. really takes a lot for me to get to that point yeah so my immediate thought I was so anxious and so worried that I was like well this is it this is this is the beginning of the end Mm. I was doing so well and I had stuck to my goal of doing five days a week and I was like I was feeling so strong and could see I was doing things that I couldn't do even the day before like I was I could see the progress as yeah. I was going and now all of a sudden just completely stop. Mm. It made me so anxious because I was like, I don't want this to be the end. And I'm like, okay, but yeah. this is part of the challenge. But it's also like it, but it's also challenging, I think, because for me, something that comes up is they should have phoned you ahead of time to be like, actually, I've changed my mind. I think you need to do the different procedure because you need an opportunity to plan because I think Mm. part of the challenge there is that it's a sudden change. You haven't had a chance to plan for it and go, okay, I'm intentionally making the choice to cut this thing out now, which means I'm going to have a week off and I'm going to plan around that. And I know what day I'm going back. Like you can kind of like prep yourself to not let it feel like this is the thing that derails me. You kind of take ownership of the take situation. ownership and take control of feel but like i'm it, in control of it a bit yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but having it like kind of jumped on you is is i don't like that as like a service provider thing i feel like that's yeah not great yeah um but 
yeah yeah that's a challenge I know and I didn't really like I was definitely frustrated with the doctor just thinking like okay that was a bit like you didn't really give me all the information beforehand but okay that's fine yeah. whatever yeah. I'm not gonna waste time you know blaming somebody or dwelling on it too much yeah of course but it was I thought it was interesting because the first thing I thought was like oh no this can't be the end and I was like mm. no you need to do something every day so I went mm. for really like intense hike that afternoon and like have tried to be active every day in some other way and it's been pouring rain here the last few days to an insane degree Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been difficult getting outside but I've tried to do a little bit of yoga without doing too much with my arms and stuff but yeah it made me really anxious and really like okay because now it's up to me because before that I had almost like my corporate workout done you know where I was like okay cool this is my routine I get up get ready go to the gym come back and then I know I've I know every day I've done that and it's like Mm. it's set out for me and it's not um like right now it's like completely self-directed for my workouts I'm doing it at home and it's really difficult to be like okay do this and push yourself hard enough and you know that kind of thing so it's definitely been a challenge but I think it's a good challenge for me to have to face. I'm so in awe of you. Like uh, in terms of like getting out in the rain and stuff, like I just, (laughs) that is like such a 100% no for me. And I think it's from growing (laughs) up in like in somewhere where it rains very seldom Mm -hmm. or when it's raining, like, so where I'm from in Australia, it rains in the summer. So it's like summer and it's like a reprieve. And like, I used to quite enjoy going for a walk in the rain because it's been a stinking hot day. And so it's like really enjoyable to go walking in the rain Yeah. as opposed to here where it's like, it tends to rain in the winter and all the like, you know, the fall. And it's just, I just feel miserable by it. I'm Mm -hmm. always just so impressed. And I, I, maybe because you grew up in it and it's like, this is just part of the course. I didn't though. Is it not raining where you grew up? Well, I mean, it would rain a little bit in, um, I grew up in Alberta and it would rain a little bit like in the spring and stuff, but not really very much. Like we didn't really use umbrellas very much there, but in the wintertime there, it would be snow, snow and ice all the time. Right. Right. So So you're just a superwoman. Well, for me here, I don't get it. I can't do it. For me here in the winter, I'm like, it's not icy. I can go out. It's fine. Like as Ah. long as it's not icy, I'm totally good to go. It's a lesser of two evils kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And it's also when I go hiking here, when it's a little bit of like a drizzly day, like I don't like hiking when it's like pouring rain, like it has in the last few days. I won't really go out in that. But if it's raining a bit, it's actually great because a lot of people don't go out. So you no can get the best the parking spots. You yeah. There's no one else out there. Like you don't really have to share the woods with anybody. It gets yes. kind of like foggy and misty, which looks really cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of benefits to it. And I think a lot of that, my like my appreciation for kind of the shoulder seasons where it's not the mm. best weather yeah. um, is because in the summertime here in Vancouver, it's just it's hectic crazy we have so many tourists and yeah so many people are out there and I don't love people like I just kind of want to go and be out in nature <laughs> love people <laughs> that yeah. almost that almost bypassed me when I was like no 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 come back <laughs> that was funny <laughs> I mean I, I like you know, I, I like seeing yeah. some people on the trails you don't want to be totally on your own but like but also here it just does get bananas like I I was saying I think I might have told you last week so we've uh so we made this big decision that we're going to move back to Australia from Canada 
And a big reason for me is because the lifestyle of it's like where we live in Queensland or where we're from in Queensland is really just the, like the, the summer in BC the whole year. Like it's just, I mean, it gets a lot hotter in in the actual summer, but like we don't really dip below like 20 degrees of a high. It's, it's, it's actually going to be hard for me to go back (laughs) from (laughs) from that perspective. But I moved to where I live now in BC, which is a coastal town because I wanted to go swimming every day mm-hmm. um especially in the summer I'm not every day of the year I'm not crazy uh, <laughs> I know some people do that and power to you but that's not yeah me. that's not um but even on the days like when you came to stay yeah and like it's still freezing in the when mornings was that? that was like in the summer when I came it was in, in, it was, it was in August like August yeah it was yeah, like it was freezing it was freezing we had to dare and- each other to get in the water <laughs> <laughs> and uh just as a little uh reminder <laughs> I totally went in first. <laughs> yeah, you turned it around on me. I threatened I threatened Maddie that I was like, you know, if I go in, you're going to have to go in. You're going to feel like you're you're too competitive. You'll have to go in. And I was like, la- we were laughing and I was laughing. And then I turn around and she sits down and is completely in the water. And I was like, son of a, I totally forgot how competitive you were. Now I have to do it. Damn it. You called my bluff. What? Oh, what a moment that'll go down and in for me. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, <laughs> But it was so cold, right? And mm-hmm. the thing is, unless I went in the middle of the day when it's so busy that it's un- unenjoyable because of the the, yeah. the mass of people, uh, like it was actually kind of a failed, um, I don't know, like it just didn't pan out the way I kind of thought it was going to yeah. because every, like it was either too busy or too freezing. Yeah. And so I'm excited for like in Oz to be able to, I actually legitimately could go swimming every single day of the year oh. and it would not be crazy busy I could go early in the morning it would be Mm -hmm. lovely like uh, if anything in the summer you have to go at 5 a.m yeah (laughs) or it is like you're gonna get skin cancer yeah um it comes with its own challenges but like again it's I think growing up I'm used to the challenges of having to like yeah figure out you're used to that yeah yeah exactly yeah um so I'm kind of like looking forward to it but yeah the rain situation and even like we've never bought the right shoes we've never bought the right stuff Mm. like it's kind of expensive to have to figure out this kind of weather I hadn't anticipated that it's way more expensive to live in a place that has like fluctuating seasons I mean it's better here than it was in Alberta in Alberta it was crazy you would need like four or five different winter jackets and like all this stuff all the gear and you need to get new stuff every year and it was like full mud rooms in your house and stuff like oh yeah I don't like even really grasp that yeah yeah I was thinking about this the other day about like you've got to have and like for the Canadians this is boring content but for the Australians it's like what like it's a full room where like you because you need somewhere to hang up your dripping wet you yeah, know stuff and you need and enough like entryways are a big deal here like you yeah. have to in your house you have to get a proper entryway that there's enough room that a bunch of people can come in so that people aren't standing outside in the cold or in the rain mm. or whatever waiting or with the door for you to get open. your yeah, for you to get your boots off and whatever. But yeah. you have to have like, you know, tiles or linoleum or whatever, yeah. something down like in that area so that you like don't wreck the floors and yeah. because you're going to be muddy and you're going to be or you're going to be wet like in Alberta with the snow or any of the other places that have snow. Um, you know, you come in and you you should like um, kind of like 
kick off like shake off your boots before you come in if you can yeah so that you're not bringing these clumps of snow in that people are going to walk through later and get their socks all wet you know yeah and then like whole logistical thing (laughs) and then buying coolant for your windscreen wipers or or the um what is it called the the de-icer or whatever yeah like yeah like we never freeze yeah antifreeze we didn't know about antifreeze until we were halfway to edmonton in january oh no (laughs) and then we were like at a supermarket at a um servo and so a servo for anyone listening from canada is the service station (laughs) i know i was like servo what servo um yeah we're at a servo and like we saw it for sale and we were like oh this is why our windscreen keeps icing up (laughs) like we should buy some and then like salt like there's just all these things you've got to buy Mm -hmm. to live in these extreme conditions yeah it's like it's no kidding why do we do it i don't know i don't know i don't know and yet i just had friends on the weekend saying to us thinking about moving to edmonton and 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 admittedly it's very inexpensive to uh comparatively yeah there's a reason housing prices i I know (laughs) (laughs) it's inexpensive in that way but like what is it costing you really yeah (laughs) you know like it's gonna suck Um, your soul dry so don't do it (laughs) literally literally it's a dry it's a dry snow Rory was very disappointed you can't do snowballs in that snow it's like so dry it doesn't clump together yeah it depends yeah, you can I, I'm sure it. they do yeah, have yeah. wet snows, but yeah, like, yeah. but generally, when we were there, it was like, yeah, it was the yeah. snow that you could like throw the hot water into the air and it goes, and oh, yeah, yeah, turns into, yeah, it was cold, it was yeah. minus 40. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you picked a good time to visit there. <laughs> I know. What were we thinking in January <laughs> driving the Coquihalla? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, That's and crazy. through like Jasper. I mean, admittedly, we got a great day and it was gorgeous mm. and it was an adventure. And we think about it and talk about it, but yeah, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It's a lot. It's yeah. intense. Can't remember how we got onto this topic, but I don't uh, know. I feel like and we've I taken forgot. a I feel like we've taken the Coca-Cola <laughs> to get to this part of our conversation. <laughs> yeah, really. All the turns. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, what uh, were we talking about? Who knows? Who knows? I'm super jealous that you're going. I'm gonna oh, come visit you. I'm gonna like stuff myself in your suitcase, and you're gonna take me. You're yes. gonna think, "Oh, we're bringing all these clothes with us." No, it's just me. I mean, listen, we're already taking, I think, five suitcases. So, what's the okay. sixth one gonna be? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just you Sounds just have to be you. under thirty-two kilos. So, oh, you know, okay. Keep, well, keep better... kickboxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just I'm have to be the size of a moderate get back child. On my diet. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> okay how many months do I have <laughs> or you know put your legs in one bag and the rest of you in the other and we'll re- we'll sew you back up when we get there excellent oh what could yeah. go wrong yeah nothing <laughs> because we've watched so much Grey's Anatomy in a yeah. year oh my <laughs> we gosh we've been training for it this whole time we've been training for this moment all my life Hey, since you're gonna be like on the beach by the water you need mm. to like scout out a good ship like I'm sure there will be boat mm. people there I'm sure there will be boat people. Uh, okay, so there are. How many things are wrong with that? <laughs> Sometimes we're not so keen on the boat people. Yeah. Uh, or some people are. I have a lot of compassion for the boat people. Um, but we actually, I told you that I went on this tall ship, which was in Australia, mm. and it's called the Young Endeavour, and we did 10 days on it. Yeah. And uh, I'll just I'll just snatch it when it's, it's going good. past Harvey Bay. I'll just be like, yank, okay, we're taking perfect. you. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah excellent easy done easy done okay just a big lasso i'm assuming will work probably yeah do you say lasso or lasso um i don't know i don't think i say that <laughs> word very often lasso. What, in i your think day-to-day lasso. use of the word lasso 
I think Lasso. I think yeah, so. I said yeah. Too. I'm getting confused because I've been yeah. watching Ted Lasso. And oh. I don't know if that is actually a different word or if it is like the American pronunciation of Lasso. I don't know, but I do think that it only has one O. Yes. But Both versions like, of it. So yes. why do we say Lasso? Because it's so Actually, cute. <laughs> it I'm is... gonna lasso you. <laughs> I'm gonna lasso you. <laughs> I don't know. You know what we were talking about was dogs. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so gosh. Got... And why yeah. for some reason? Okay, yeah. we need oh to gosh. talk about being active. Yes, yes. What are you what? gonna do this next week? This next week. Um, I'm really so what I have actually noticed, and it has been a um thing, it's actually almost become this like trigger for me in a positive oh, way. Okay. Like an anchor. So right now, outside, it's not raining and there's a little bit of clear sky and I'm like, oh, I need to get outside. I've started to like be really triggered like when I see clear sky to the point where on Friday I went shopping, I went and took the two girls, my two daughters, out for a walk to buy some like meat at a butcher and stuff. And um, Rory didn't want to come because he'd spent all day trying to shave this dog of ours. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so cranky at him because I was like, but it's clear outside like we (laughs) can't yeah we can't let these moments pass us yeah Uh, and I was like angry the whole walk (laughs) (laughs) I had to let go of that expectation because it kind of ruined the whole purpose oh no (laughs) both the girls instantly fell asleep so it was just a nice walk pushing the pram it wasn't like a big deal um anyway so I've got to let I've got to I'm going to be working on that this week is that if it's clear I can go for a walk Rory does yeah only have your own expectations that's it that's it Uh, but yeah, so like I'm going to continue that and trying to like walk when it's clear. Um, and I'm going to continue sh- training my dog Sherlock because um, he picked up Shake last night, like in one go. Oh, he's so clever. He's so smart. He's so smart. Aww. So I'm going to continue doing that. Um, and I I don't know what else. I shop prop. Actually, I do need to try and commit to doing some of the yoga because I am noticing like I'm just like, I just would love, I said to Rory the other day, actually, I need to do a mum stretch. Like I just need to stretch out all the muscles. I get sore from like holding children and mm-hmm. breastfeeding children all the time. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm going to just commit to doing like, I'm going to make it really easy. I'm going to do two minutes of stretching every day. Perfect. That's, yeah, that's easy. That's right that's as I get awesome. up, lie on the ground. The thing I need to do though, is have clear spaces in my house where I can do that because that's why I keep like not doing it in my bedroom because it's just like it's my floor closet that gets in the way (laughs) yeah so yeah need to improve that so that's what I'm doing what are you doing um I think I'm going to I'm also going to do some yoga but like modified stuff so because I'm not supposed to use my arms yeah so I didn't have chair yoga oh okay sounds Mm. geriatric I like it That's exactly the level of yoga I'm looking for. Yes. <laughs> but I think like the thing that really surprised me about kickboxing was that I, because I, I was doing it primarily to lose weight and to just feel healthier and get active and whatever. But I did not expect it, even though I knew, like logically I knew this would happen, but I didn't expect to feel the way I did about building my muscles, yeah. that it was like, building my muscles and because I was so focused always on cardio like so much cardio and I love that feeling of having those muscles especially my ab muscles and like I just so that I think is going to be my focus where I'm like even if I'm not able to get a lot of cardio in right now like because my main cardio comes from hiking like I'll go pretty fast paced and Mm. like get my heart rate up and stuff 
um, or kickboxing. But yeah. if I can't get outside, then I will make sure that I do like my muscle stuff. Yeah, yoga. Yoga is pretty good with that, or just whatever. Yeah, just absolutely. Ups or planks or whatever, and yeah, or a bit of Pilates. Yeah, Pilates, a bit of Pilates. Is good for yoga. Pilates is good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna do that every day, some version of it, and some level of like I don't know for how long but at least you know like 10 minutes or whatever a day of muscle stuff Mm -hmm. and then try to get out when I can when the rain eases up for some hikes love it love it what a plan yeah sounds delicious I think it'll be good Mm. I'm pretty proud of myself it feels good you should be I'm proud of you because like I find you very inspirational in that respect like you're such a go-getter I feel like I'm such a like like hurry up and wait getter <laughs> like, <what am> I? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not a go-getter <laughs> but I think you are yeah, I'm in different ways stuff yeah I feel physically I'm not I find that very challenging mm. my I'm an ideas woman that's what mm-hmm. I'm I, I've got all yeah. the ideas it's funny when you say like oh I could feel uh like when you said you could feel um retirement really easily mm-hmm my fear is I would just start a hundred new businesses. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would just have all these ideas. And I'm like, let's just go and do this thing now. We've got all this time in our hands, um, which great. would still actually be enjoyment for me yeah. for sure. Yeah. You would um, love that. Yeah. Actually something I'm excited about when I go back to Oz is I would like to get back into the community. I used to be a really, uh, really big in my community where I finished school. Mm-hmm. And I like when I, after, when I was in uni, I was a circus uh, I trained circus performers, like in a little circus school. I was an what? army cadet officer. Have you I know, ever I told it. me that before? I, I don't know if I have. I had a friend. What so is this, happening right now? It's a quick, quick story moment from Maddie. <laughs> so I was in a musical. I was in Cats, the musical, in our local production. And a woman oh, who I met in God. Cats was a circus performer who had like the titular role of like the little kitten in cats okay and she and I got a friendship and I because I done gymnastics she's like let's start a circus school and so she <laughs> and I taught kids how to do circus fun. tricks what <laughs> I know it was so much fun okay this is such a side note and but I think it's like on theme with the whole um episode because it's all side notes but um so my friend Carla and I have this other podcast called or yeah. something and so we do the origin of something every episode yeah each of us does our own thing and last week Carla did the the origin of Barbie oh which is awesome it's so good and she so she started off by listing she's like okay I'm gonna talk about this person Barbara Millicent whatever she has some whole name and she's like she once was um uh like a doctor a school teacher a cat burglar like all these different jobs that this Barbara has had and she's like it's Barbie and I was like what and so when you were just listing that you've done all this stuff I'm like oh my god you are like a real life Barbie you've done my just a Barbie yeah (laughs) yeah I probably am well because at the same time I was in the circus school I was doing army cadets I was an army cadet officer so I went Uh from being like this to like those are very saluting very opposite and then on the other thing I was doing was I was a secretary and a player in a brass band. So <laughs> I just had so much going on <laughs> and they were so not connected to each other. We need to create our own doll. It's called the Maddie doll. <laughs> and she's she has... got a little bit of army print here. Like <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit of, bit of like clown circus. makeup on on one yeah. side. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then she's holding a tuba. <laughs> and she's on a tall ship. <laughs> living her 
best life. Yeah, it's not the Barbie dream house. It's the Maddie tall ship that yeah. it comes with. Maddie tall ship. I'm not even kidding. I want, if there's a, if there's an animator out there or like the graphic person, please draw that. Do it. Yes. We need a prototype now. We need a prototype. Maddie's tall ship. I love it. Oh, all the little girls can aspire to be clown bugling. Oh my like gosh. Army people. Um, Gosh, that's funny. But yeah, I really, I loved being a part of the community and I was so busy, but I was like really happy. And, uh, and also I really wasn't much of a, perfe- of a perfectionist because I was too busy to be, I had like, I never did anything very well. <laughs> well, I think, oh. now, but the truth is all of those organizations benefited from my time in them. Yeah. And I'm excited when we go back to Australia to like, we're going to live in a small town community again. And I'm really excited to get part of that stuff again. So I think I've been so stuck in like running businesses for the last five years that I'm quite looking forward to having kind of like your farm, like having something that's like out, that's not necessarily money-making. It's just like soul nourishing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's part of too, like maybe that's what we need to do for one experiment for the first month that you're there or something. Um, Because I also, like I've lived in Vancouver for what? five years now I think yeah yeah. five years and like I lived in a small town in the Okanagan before this for not even a two like two full years it was just under two years and Mm -hmm. the stuff I did there like I went I met people I made so many friends I was doing stuff out in the community like I just I really like I just sunk my teeth into that town well I guess it's a city but um and I lived there for a fraction of the time that I've lived in Vancouver, but I, I feel like I was there for so much longer and I yeah. feel like I haven't really um, built my community here or like put my roots down in a certain yeah. way here. And I don't know that this is the place that I'll end up and maybe that's why I haven't done it, but I think yeah. that that could be a really good um, thing for us to tackle one of these as one of yeah. our experiments to build that sense of community in Ooh, I like that. however that looks like, right? Yeah, I lo- let's add that to the list for sure. Yeah. Okay. I love that I said mind you give me a few months after I moved yeah to, oh, for sure. I just, I no, it needs to be and, immediately <laughs> yeah like go and before you even have a house I need you to be part of a community exactly. organization <laughs> yeah. make it happen Maddie yeah <laughs> no excuses <laughs> no pressure but also lots of pressure <laughs> yeah yeah yikes <laughs> okay cool okay well um I think we've got a good plan for the next week at least and um, as always, you guys can follow us on Instagram. It's at how to be me again. And I swear, okay, this week I'm actually going to post <laughs> stuff. I say it every week and I've done nothing in the, a very long time, but I will post stuff. I see we have a few new followers on there, so I better get Ooh. to it. Give them something to look at. Something Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Um, and if you want to, you can reach out to us through there. Um, uh, DM us on Instagram if you want to. We also have an email address. It's at, or at. It's how to be contacted at gmail.com if you want to email us for some random reason and send us the prototype of the Maddie doll. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh, on <laughs> the tall ship. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye.